excited to do another um, recording of my story. And I, we call you Theo, but say your first name. Theopers. I love that name. It's <laughs> uh, Greek, it means God loves. Oh, <laughs> which is your topic tonight. Yes, ma'am. That's what you're going to share on. So, uh, Theo, you are the biggest blessing that this church has had. And I mean that, your spirit, your encouragement, the, how you've encouraged me with the worship leading. I was... Um, talking to a friend before we got here tonight and I said um, well I can tell you one thing about Theo I said if the Lord is pleased with the worship and Theo I'm good <laughs> because well, you sing like an angel and it's but it comes from your heart and it's true authentic worship and it blesses me every time the pastor asks you to come up and share um, through song and so I just want to tell Thank you, you. Um, that we love you, and I'm so thankful that you're doing this. And I'm going to be quiet because I want you to share what God's put on your heart. Well, I appreciate you saying that. That makes me feel very good. <laughs> you know, because sometimes yeah. the old devil be trying to put you down and saying, uh, you know, nobody cares about you. You know, you're doing this and you're doing that. Nobody appreciates it. But then when you come up and say something like that. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely see you. I see you, and I appreciate you very much. Okay. And my topic is about love, because I think of the two greatest, most powerful thing <clears throat> on this earth is love and hate. Mm. But we're going to talk about love. Amen. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whomsoever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, God knew all about this before even the world was created. He knew that we was going to rebel. He knew that he was going to have to send his son. But God gave us free will. Yes, sir. And he wants to let us see that we made the mistake, <laughs> you know, and uh, so that's why all of this was going are going to happen. But the the love of God is is amazing, mm. it's overwhelming. Mm. I can't even <clears throat> a fab it. What God means to me and the love of God, what God, what He has, so many things He had taken me through. I remember when I was living in Chicago in the ghetto and there were gangs everywhere and they were asking people to join the gangs and if you didn't join the gangs, they'd just shoot you in the head. And nobody ever asked me to join the gang. Wow. And that was the love of God that he, he gave that love to me. And uh, during the Vietnam War, uh, my dad was a hero. He, he two bronze stars and everything. He, he wanted me to go to the army and taught me everything and I wanted to go to the army and be a hero and they wouldn't take me during the Vietnam era when people were actually cutting their toes off and stuff to keep from going in well, and I yeah. wanted to go in yeah. and because I had a curvature of the spine and they wouldn't let me in but then later on I was third year in college uh, recruiter said I can get you in no problem and he got me in and I went through I I went to basic training all that. Then I went to sniper school, airborne school, airsoft school, and I went to just about all these high speed units they had in the military. Yeah, and I never went to war. 
they always chose me to stay back and watch the, help the family members in process and out process new soldiers and guard all the barracks. And I know that was the love of God because I couldn't be doing what I'm doing now if I had been out there looking over at my sh- my buddy and his head's blown off or I'm out here killing people, yeah. you know, have to survive. I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing now. Yeah. And with that love, God has let me to show that love to other people. And another thing God had, he, you know, I didn't understand it. You know, I was born dyslexia and I never knew I had dyslexia until I was 34 years old and I thought I was just stupid you know and uh, but I realized now through that dyslexia it kept me humble you know and I wasn't boastful or nothing I didn't think I was anything but I was just myself and now I uh, other people that have problems because of the love of Christ that he put inside of me, I can I can say if it wasn't for the grace of God, that would have been me out there on the street corner. Yes. And all that, you know. Can I tell you, I did not know that about you, but that's what I do for a living. Oh, I wow. work for the State Department. My, my title is a regional literacy specialist. Wow. And I have the blessing to go into schools to help. Uh, reading specialists in the school that are local to the schools help the teachers teach the kids how to read. And one of the things that we look for are children who have characteristics of dyslexia. And our statistics say that if if they don't read by a certain point, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer kind of mentality, that that is something. If you don't have a good education and you can't read and write for the most part, they end up in prison and or homeless and or dead. Yes, when ma'am. you say that, I identify like that's a big deal to me. So, see, I knew we were supposed <laughs> to be here together tonight. And also, uh, the love of God helped me. So, I was from the ghetto and I couldn't read and write. And but God has allowed me to live on five continents. Wow. I have my house paid off, my truck paid off, my car paid off, and I'm debt free. Amen. You know, and that was all because the love of God. Yeah. God now, just, can I ask you how mm-hmm. old you are? Are you okay of telling how? Oh, old? yeah. Uh, on the 22nd, I'd be 75. I love it. Yeah. Yes. In shape and healthy and smiling. <laughs> That's the love of God that exists for you, too. Yeah. He's yeah. A, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just think about. You know, I was coming up, but I was selfish, and I was self-centered, and it was all about me. It was all about me. But then when God, Holy Spirit came on me, it wasn't all about me anymore, you know? And and God put it in me, and he said, when I was homeless or when I was in prison, you didn't come and see me, you know? And and he said, when were you there? You know, when you seen the least of them. So that put inside me that I should go there. Yeah. So the first ministry I had, I was in a North Highland Church, and uh, they had a prison ministry. Yeah. So I was a part of that prison ministry. And then they got, my wife is uh, 22 years older than I am, so uh, on the 8th, she'd be 90, 98 years old. Wow. Yeah, and then so that 
taking care of her and seeing her. And but first, we used to go to the nursing home together with our, our Pastor Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Lord put in me. I saw her having dementia. I saw her having a problem. And then I noticed at the nursing home, there was a certain section that nobody ever went to. And, I, and it was, the doors were locked. They couldn't get in. They had a combination and all that. And those the people with dementia and Alzheimer's. So the God put it on my heart and you need to go back there. <laughs> you need to go back there and you need to sing to him. You need to yeah. give him words of encouragement. So and you it, sing to him? Thinking, oh, yeah. Oh. That's the best thing. That's the best talent I have, right? I yeah. honestly say yeah. is yeah. singing. It, it kept me, it got, you know, because I had the dyslexia, but it got me through three years of college because the college was a, a small private college and it made their money by the choir going out and singing. And I was, it was only two bass. It was the 50 choir people. And it was only two bass. And I was one of the two bass. So that kind of passed every year, you know, to keep me in the college and everything. And then, I'm loving every part of your story right now. <laughs> and then when I got in the military, I could sing cadence. I was one of the best cadence singers there was, you know, uh, because in basic training, you know, drill sergeants always doing the cadence calling. But I was so good that I marched a whole battalion to graduation singing cadence, and I sang wow, cadence all my life. So, wow. so God, some things that you lose, God give you something that magnifies you, you know, yeah. and helps you, makes you better than, you know, maybe you normally, normally wouldn't have been. Right. You know? Wow. And I just like to give God glory for everything. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, like I said, when I see the people on the street asking for money and stuff, and I say, well, the devil be saying, all they going to do is buy some wine or some crack. Don't give them no money. But then I say, what? Hey, Every time I need something, <laughs> I ask my father yeah. whether I need it, whether I really need it or not, because I may just want it. But, but he he provides for me, and that's the love of God, and that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, and you carry yeah. the love of God very well. Why, thank you. You're very welcome. Very <laughs> welcome, because I know you encourage me beyond measure. It's... it's um. I'm not gifted like you are at singing. Mm, but you got amazing talent. You're outgoing. But your talent is you're yourself, and you're praising the Lord, and you don't care how many people out <laughs> yeah, there. Right. You just get down into it. And you raise your hand. So you pop your feet. Listen, and that <laughs> that is that. Like that yeah. is what I like. I do say that Theo. I say you know if somebody were to say sing, uh. But the worship and hearing you worship with us or watching, I can do that. I can worship with my family. I can close my eyes and just be focused on the Father. <laughs> so it's very hard for me. Like, you know how you can come up there and just sing with nothing? I couldn't do that. So when I do come down or after church and you say, hey, come here. I just want to tell you, you did a great job. You blessed me. <laughs> That's, that is a big deal to me, Theo. That's what God tells me to do to people. When I see people in the church and people have a special hug and all this, and I tell them how how marvelous they are, you know. Yeah, I mean, people don't really know what other people think about them 
Unless you tell them. Unless you, you tell know? them. Yeah. Unless you tell them. I was looking. Um, I had some quotes written down. Kind words can be short and easy to speak, but their echoes are truly endless. Mother Teresa said that. Wow. And I, I, the quotes that I wrote down, I thought about you when I was writing them down. Mm. So kind words can be short and they can be easy to speak. But what it does for another person, so it may not be, you know, you may say, you know, you're doing a great job, and I just want to tell you I appreciate that, but you took the time to wait on me to come down and put the batteries up and all the things that I do, and there's Theo. And and that is what I wanted you to know, that I agree with you about loving others. When I was saved, same thing. The Father told me, love me and love others, okay? And I took that very seriously, and I wrote down in here, God is love, love wins, it's the only way. And the fact that you take time to tell me that and encourage me, I know comes from the Father. I know that He's using you to talk to me, right? And and you're listening to Him. And the humility that you're talking about that you had from, you know, being dyslexic and finding your way and I'm so thankful because <laughs> I benefit from that and I aspire to be more like that. So I just wanted to tell you thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you, ma'am. You're welcome. That's just Very welcome. Only thing I can think about, you know, I think about my wife. I think about, mm-hmm. you know, she has, she had, when I met her, she had a PhD and she was going to teach me you know about reading and stuff, and and but that didn't last for about a week. <laughs> and then we started talking about each other. But she loved me for who I was. You know, not from my faults or not from my weaknesses. And she didn't see the things that I couldn't do. She saw the person who I was. And that was love. That's love. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's love. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's big, a big deal. deal. <laughs> yes, it's yeah. a big deal. Um, I'm looking to say, oh, here's something too. Um, Mother Teresa again. I'm a little pencil. This is good. Mm-hmm. I'm a little pencil in the hand of of a writing God. Okay, who is sending a love letter to the world. So I'm a little pencil in the hand of God who is sending a love letter to That's the That's good. Is that not good? Think yeah. about that. And I think about uh, something else. I don't know. Should I say this? Is this an adult thing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, some children listen to. Yeah. But. Okay. But I, ever since I was a little kid, even before I started in school, I got involved in sex. Yeah. And, and uh, it was a big part of my life. Yeah. And it always were older women. Yeah. Older women. And uh, and then my my wife, she had, you know, stopped having feelings. Yeah. And I was been 20, about 25 years, and I haven't had sex. And I haven't thought about another woman. And, and I even think about her. When I think about her, I think about my love. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's God. That's God. <laughs> you know? yeah. That's God. Because when you married, you became one. Right. She's your, yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that is true love. 
that's that true genuine love that he's talking about, right? That can only yeah, because it's not. I had a private one time when I was in the army, and he, I think he was twenty five years old, and he had been married three times. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like if oh I don't like her and I'll get right, another one, right. you know. Yeah. I just can't see the book. Love and marriage. Love is a com- marriage is a commitment. Mm-hmm. It's an agreement. You know, and yeah. it's between you, your wife, and yeah. God. You know, yeah. and it said, "The death do you part." Yeah. You know, and that's yes, about sir. love. Yes, yes, sir. Can you think of any other times? Um, I know you probably have a lot, where you've seen the goodness of God, where you've seen the love of the Father, um, even through acts of kindness. Maybe things that have happened to you growing oh, up. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I remember once when, when I, you know, I was. Brought up in the church, but you know, got older mm-hmm. straight away. Mm-hmm. And I lived in on the south side of Chicago. And people on the south side of Chicago don't get caught on the west side of Chicago, you know, because mm-hmm. of gangs and stuff. What are okay. you doing over here? And one day, I was like, I had cousins that lived over there, and my sister lived over there, and I had a. Uh, the girl that lived over there, and one time I went to the uh, the the club, and I got really drunk. Yeah, and I came and I walked back and I walked through the alley, the alleys of uh, on the west side, and I said, "Ain't nobody gonna bother me. You don't know who I am, you know." Yeah, and yeah. that was nothing but the grace of God <laughs> that stopped me from being yeah. killed, you yeah. know. Yeah, and for that, sure. Outside of my stupidity. You know, so that was the love. That was love for, yeah. for me, yeah. When, so you were raised in church. Who, did you, was you raised by your mom? Yes. Who, okay, so you were raised in church. Um, when did you, do you remember when you truly had a full encounter with the Father? Like you knew that you knew? I was older. Yeah. Because when I was younger in church, I wanted to join the choir. But you had to be saved. You had to join. You had to give your life to Christ before you can get in the choir. So I said I wanted to get baptized one Sunday, and then so I was so embarrassed, and I had my head down and everything. But then later on, uh, I was 27 years old. I remember that because the pastor Wayne said he was 27 when he found yes. the Lord. Yes. Yeah. I was 27 years old, and then I I found the Lord, and then I went up there boldly, and I was, you know, good. And I was good, and I got baptized, and I got saved. Yeah, and you You knew. Now I knew what I knew. Because that's what you and I talked about Sunday. Mm -hmm. When you truly have a full encounter with God, and you've been changed, like you know that that's the love of the Father. Like you fully understand who you are in Him and who He is in you, and that His presence abides in you. That is when your your countenance changes. Like you just right. know, yeah. Like the yeah. other things that you mm-hmm. used to care about. Like a lot mm-hmm. of these pop stars and big. I don't even know who they are, and they they so great and all that you know. And yeah. they're I can't say nothing to me, but I don't think yeah. about them. I don't. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know them, you know. Yeah, except for on television. Yeah, you know. But now everything I. Lo- when I'm driving in my car, this is 
I'm listening to the Word of God. When I'm out working in the yard, I have my uh, my phone, and I'm listening to the Bible, or listen to a, a sermon, or or listen to Christian songs. Yeah, and it's all about God. No, mm-hmm. yeah, separating from the world and focusing and spending time with Him. We had a meeting last night with the praise team, and we talked about that. And I said that's. Now, for me, my my goal while I'm walking, you know, and doing this ministry for this team, it, it would be great if we had all the great musical talents, and it would be great if we had the best singers of the world, you know. But is that we know the presence of God, and that we know His love? That's my goal as the worship leader. Like, right. Yeah, because you did a good job. Yeah, but to encounter Him is what mm-hmm. I mean. Thank you, Theo. You know, I. Uh, <clears throat> When when I was in college, I majored. You know, you say you you couldn't get up there and sing like I sing. No, but, sir. <laughs> but see, when I was in college, I majored in voice. Oh wow! Yeah. And and we was in the co- choir, and it was a cappella choir. We never had music, mm-hmm. you know. So that's how I learned how to sing a cappella. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a, wasn't a gift like that. Yeah, I went to you school worked, for three years. Yeah, for it. you worked yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I'm looking at some of my scriptures. We love because he first loved us. First John four nineteen. I had that written down. Romans twelve nine. I put uh, let love be genuine. Say so let it be real. Right. Um, and then. Uh, Colossians three fourteen and above all these put on love which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And I think about the greatest love that a man have done, and I think about the promise that God gave Abraham. Mm-hmm. You know, when his wife couldn't bear, and he said, "You're going to have children, and and it's going to have so many that you can't even number grains of the sand and the stars in the sky," and. Um, then God told him to go up on the mountain, yep. take a knife, and kill his son. Yep. You know, and uh, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, I don't know. You know, it's not in the Bible, but you know, he, he didn't protest or anything. He just went up there with a heavy heart. But he was going to do what the Lord told him to do. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's because he loved the Lord. You know, and I couldn't think of no greater love that a man. On this worth had done because yeah. I couldn't do it. No, no. no. <laughs> I, like, I don't. I couldn't even stay up on that cross. <laughs> I wouldn't let nobody whoop me or nothing. <laughs> I'd be ready to fight. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't call down no angels. Yeah. I'd take care of myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's hard to even comprehend mm-hmm. what the Father did for us, and and even in my sin, He loved me enough to do that. Right, that I just, right. yeah, like. Even in your sin. Even in my sin. I got First Peter 4, above all, keep loving one another earnestly, which you do a great job at, since love covers a multitude of sins. That is the reason why, Theo, I love to say love wins. Yes, all the time. All the time, because, and that's not always easy. It's easy to say. It sounds real pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say it was Martin Luther King. I hope I'm right about um Love can't cast out dark, or dark can't cast out dark. Only love can do that. And that sounds very pretty to say, too. Mm -hmm. But talking about children, you know, when 
when they were um, murdering and killing all the um, Christians in Rome, and it talks about how the blood, the streets were filled with blood, and Luke goes to Paul and, and says, what do we do? And he tells them to tell him because, you know, the younger generation of Christians, they had never walked with Jesus. They knew Paul from his letters, mm-hmm. right? And you're murdering our children and raping our, our women. That generation of men, they want to retaliate. And so Paul tells Luke to tell them, love is the only way. And so when we say love wins, they know us. They know the Father through us by the way we love. And it's, it's right. not always easy. It's hard, especially when somebody comes against your character or hurts your children. or um, and, and we can only do that because of His Spirit that abides in us because the human flesh is That's like, right. yeah. And they said, the Bible said, how do people know you're Christians? They know you're Christian by your love. Yeah. 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 Do you... Um, I like to get up in the mornings and I, you know, I read my Bible and I'm not one of those. I was talking about Lisa who helps with the podcast. Um, you know, I think she reads a lot. She studies a lot and I do, I do too, but not at one setting. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you see how I've got my little quote yeah. <laughs> and I may read the same scripture for months and just chew on it for months. But I like getting up in the mornings and okay, Lord, what are we going to do today? Who, who would you have? I know you want me to love everybody, but who would you have me seek out today? And you know, he always shows you, he always gives you a picture in your mind or brings a name to your, and so I try to be very intentional in that, and that, Theo, has given me so much joy. Like you're talking about going to the nursing home, mm-hmm. those behind those doors, but the keypad that you had to get in, that she being set apart, like it's easy just to go, and not easy, I shouldn't say, Anybody that takes their time to go serve, but you went beyond just that, and you went to the the hardest part of the nursing home, right? And you're loving, and you're singing, and you're <clears throat> giving them kind words, and that is the love of the Father, and and that I know has to feed you, and just yeah, I know it's God <clears throat> because I go in there and I'm kissing on the women yeah. and. S- one of the women had sores all on her face, but I just kissed her, yeah. you know, and I didn't yeah. even think about it, yeah. you know, and yeah. I was God. Yeah, embracing yeah. her like a father. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I'm trying to think, is there anything else I can ask you? So Chicago, All right? how'd you get to Alabama? Military. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I right. retired out of, <clears throat> then it was Fort Benny. Yes, and, okay. And I had been... Frostbitten three times. I got I really first time I got frostbitten was in Chicago, and then I got frostbitten in Alaska, and then I got frostbitten in Korea. So even now, if it's if I wake up in the morning and the heat is not up, you know my fingers turn white yeah. and it's you know it's yeah. kind of yeah. hurt. So yeah. I couldn't go back up north. Yeah. Not, yeah, the South is great. <laughs> yes. He's like, he's, uh, my little Lincoln's like, it, it didn't even snow. And I was like, isn't it great? <laughs> he's like, no, I want it snow. <laughs> no, it's, it's a perfect place because there's no tornado. You know how to hear no tornadoes or none of that. Yeah. One time I, there was a tornado here and I was in Florida. And then when I got back from Florida, you know, you could see like uh, the uh, there's a 
Bama's auto sale, and there's a lot of cars that was all torn up, and I just lived one block from that up the hill, and it was just one little branch in my yard. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know? Protecting you, that's yeah. exactly right. Um, okay, First John 4, 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows Him. Yeah. yeah. And I, God showed me that I had the the love of God in me before I was even saved. Because one time I was over in, was over the house and this guy was jealous of me from his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And one time he he caught me and he, he stabbed me here mm-hmm. and then he cut my throat mm-hmm. and then he stabbed me in the head and he stabbed me over here by the next to my, well, he stabbed me over here next to my heart, then he stabbed me over here on the other shoulder. And then, I think less than a month later, I had gotten upset, and I went and got me a great big old knife like that, and I was going to get him back. And then next thing I know, I was fellowship with the guy (laughs) you know I wasn't no anger you know I wasn't going to try to get even with him and I know that was God yeah yeah, Yeah. for sure yeah I identify with that um I always I've I've shared before I always love to love other anything for a laugh I didn't do a whole lot of studying in high school. <laughs> I had a list of names that I called people at night instead of studying biology. We were talking about this yesterday. And um, because I just love fellowship, I love being around people, you know, all the things. Um, but when you're saying God was with you the whole time, that, that was a gift from Him even then, right? right? And I just didn't know that He always knew me. I just didn't really know Him. I knew of Him. Um, and now He just, now that I do know Him and I understand the calling and. He just uses it for His glory and for the kingdom. It's just, it is a beautiful thing, and it is a fun walk with the Father. And I hope whoever's listening hears that from you and I. Our lives have not been cookie cutter. No. And they have not, not been mine. perfect. But I would never know any of that. That's why it's called my story. And I'm so thankful that you're being very real and authentic tonight. Because somebody needs to hear that. I think a lot of times what we like to do, and not just church, we, we want to put on our game face, we want to be polished, we want to smile, we want to be um, be a Southern lady, mm-hmm. you know, but we, somebody needs to hear that it's not always been so. And even in the hard parts, you still love and you still can find love and you still can experience love and um it's what gets you through the hard parts, right? It just does. That's what brought me to this church. Well, the one brought me to the church was kept me in the church. Because when I was in the, uh, North Highland, they had a sign language class. Yeah. You know, they were singing the sign language, mm-hmm. and I was part of that. And then I saw it on TV, you know, for here. Mm-hmm. And I went, came to the church here. Wow. But, but then when I got in the church, I remember Pastor Wayne was saying one time that, you know, they would never have a black person in this church, you know. And I think I was one of the first black members. Yeah. And I've yeah. been here for years. Yeah. And uh, But what, what I knew about the love for the people in this church, where I was able to 
you know, like hug the women and the wife standing, I mean, hug the women and the husband standing next to me. And I say, you mind? Oh, go ahead, man. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. You know, and some of them were yeah. some good old boys, yeah, you know. Yeah. They, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I know there was yeah. the love. That's what kept me here all this time. That is truth. We, so, um, you know, we, I, I came to Auburn Heights when I was 19 um, with Shane and, um we we went all through I think till our early thirties and then we ended up going because um, you know his his uh, parents were the pastors and youth pastor and all that at the time associate pastor and he just kind of didn't need, need to be his own man let's just go see so we went to a couple other churches and some of them were mega churches and and Shane served and he did all the things other things but I had a hard time connecting. Not that the churches weren't great. They were great. The worship was great. The pa- the pastors were kind. The small groups were great. But there was just something that I was missing. I couldn't figure it out. And I finally just said, I just want to go back home. We did the things of the things. And and as soon as I stepped back at this church, it is the love here. The love of the Father is just something special. Whether the numbers are big at times or small at times, it doesn't matter, does it, Theo? No. It's, and, and I know it's, this is a building. It's the people. The people that are carrying his presence is that, and that is special. We love each other, and it's family. Everybody recognizes you, and you can't walk by somebody <laughs> where they want to hug you or shake hands with you or, yeah. or ask how's your wife or whatever. Yeah. You know, they're concerned yeah. about you. Yeah, you know? truly concerned. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And if you don't come to church for a couple of weeks, <laughs> Where you been? <laughs> where have you? Where's Theo? I was asking where you were. I was like, where's Theo been? <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I remember them doing me that way too. And, and when you can't, that doesn't happen in these mega churches because there'll be so many. You can go to church every week and then somebody don't even know you're there, you know, because you're in the yeah. big church. and Yeah. 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 It's just kind of like you're in and out. There's so many and... Um, you know, I guess I say to each his own, and some people like that, and that's okay. But we're very unfed. But I do agree with you on that. And um, um, I wrote in my notes, "Love is God's driving force in His Word." That's right. And then I put in my Bible because you know there's different versions. I always read the NIV. I've read the King James. I like the New Living, all the things. But I just my NIV is the first Bible. That the Blankenships bought me. It's got my name written on it. I think that was the only Bible. Uh, oh boy, I just got a brain cramp. What was the greatest evangelist that ever was? Um, I'm gonna say. Um, oh gosh, it starts. <laughs> I, I got Bill Johnson on my mind, and that's not who I think. Even though I think he's great, Billy Graham. Yeah, yeah, I knew it started yeah, with a B. <laughs> yeah, and that's what. That's the Bible he was reading out all the time. You yeah, know? So. yeah. Um, but the NIV, so I looked and I just, because you know I'm an educator, um, and hopefully this is correct, but in the NIV, in that translation, love has been mentioned like 759 times through all whatever. But that is his message. And I, and I told you that Sunday that we were talking um, in preparation for the podcast, you know, when I was saved, all right, now what? Now what? Do, now what do we do, Lord? Like, what is this? Like, you just don't get that. Like, what? Do, what is this for? You know, you want to know what do I need to do? And um, you have a job. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And the freedom in knowing that, like, you're serving at the nursing home in another ways. 
but you're serving because you understand that it's God and Leo, right. then your wife, and then and then and then. But you understand to love God and you love others, right? That it's that is why you serve. So the obedience comes because that you understand that love is the only way. And I, I know <laughs> it's the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, and the Holy Spirit is really the brain of God. <laughs> you know, and so He always talking to us. You know, he tell us, oh, you shouldn't go there. You shouldn't do this. You know, he always try to st- stop us from going down that road. You know, yeah. that's because yeah. he loves us. Yeah. You know, and if you know if we go down that road, it's not going to be good. Yeah. I always like to say he's in the details. Oh, yeah. He is, isn't he? Yes. Like even tonight. Isn't that cool? That <laughs> we're sitting here together and he already knew we are going to do this. Wow, yes, yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I've never done anything like this in my life. You're doing an amazing job. <laughs> <laughs> well. And what the amazing thing about it, like I haven't even really too much thought about what I was going to say. I know. Like, yeah. I wish everybody could see because I have like all these notes and Theo's just sitting here. It's <laughs> just no notes. <laughs> um, let me see. Okay, I do have a quote. It's from George Washington, actually. Um, Make sure you're doing what God wants you to do. Then do it with all your strength. And and I know, like, I agree with you about the strength comes from the Holy Spirit. It comes from the Father. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, Pastor Rodney talked about Brother Wayne. I told him that there's more. There's more in this year. Um, It's not about stuff. There's, no matter if you're Lincoln's age, right, 13, if you're your age, mate, there's more for us to do. And and I like being about the Father's business. I enjoy my job. I love my occupation. I, and I love watching children learn how to read and write. Theo, I do. And I love working with the, the men and women and helping them think about instructional strategies to help the teachers to do the things. And they, oh, that's fun. But my favorite part is the, the connections, the relationships. So when I go from that schoolhouse to this schoolhouse, the, hey, Miss Blanket, hey, and the hugs, like, that's exciting to me. Do you know, like, that? I know, uh, I have, uh, you know, I, I couldn't, uh, I probably could have went to the Olympics, you know, boxing, <laughs> and, but, uh, I didn't have a killer instinct. Yeah. You know, if I get on somebody and I see I'm hurting myself, I just may back up. Yeah. You know, people ask, why did you do that? You know, and some th- one time I backed up two minutes. <laughs> that's why I got brain damage now. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. The humility and the love of the Father. Yeah, that yeah. was God. Yeah, yeah I for sure. God. Yeah. Um. All right, last quote, because you know I'm a quote queen over here. Um, and I'm trying to remember who even said this one. Um, I don't remember. It's either Mother Teresa, Abraham Lincoln, or George Washington. It's somebody. It may even be Benjamin Franklin, because I went down a rabbit hole. You should have saw me. <laughs> <clears throat> but it says, um, I, I thought about you on this quote. Okay. One filled with joy preaches without preaching. Wow. And I want you to remember that. And that is from the Father, because 
in preparation that these quotes are for you. And I want to say it one more time. One fill with joy, or I could say love. I think the love is what brings the joy. Uh, preaches without preaching. <clears throat> what What's amazing about that is a lot of times I don't have joy. You know, a lot of times I be going through a lot of stuff, but I don't bring the stuff with me. Mm -hmm. And then when I see the people, Mm -hmm. I see the love in them and my relationship toward them. Mm -hmm. And it just comes out. So they don't really know what's going on with me. Can I say, can I ask you? So that's good. That's a, that's a good word. And and I promise somebody needed to hear that because I needed to hear that. Um, Sometimes it's easier. It would be, seems, it would be easier to um, not show up, to just be alone, to sometimes isolate. That's too much. But you push, and then like you said, but when I get here, right, when I get, like say, you you know, maybe you're having a hard time, but when you get to church, it does something when you're around another, when you're around your church family, right? Right, it does. It's like a bond. It's a bond. Yeah, it's a family. Yeah. And yeah. the corporate worship together, and the, it doesn't mean that the hard stuff's not still there. But so I hope somebody listening hears that that isolation is not the answer. Because I, I know <clears throat> when someone goes up to the altar, mm-hmm. you know. And they fall on the knees and they pray. They're never alone. There's always somebody coming up there talking, rocking them. I, I, it's just not funny, but sometimes they may want to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, somebody has said, so. I just went up there to tell the Lord, thank you, and have 15 yeah. people lay hands on me. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. Because yeah. I have been up there a, a couple times, and I was just thanking God. And yeah. I was thanking God, you know. Yeah. And some saints, you know, was thinking, well, Theo's having a problem. Let's go up here and pray for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. That's not always true. No. No. Sometimes you just want to go sit at his feet. Yes. Yeah. I I love doing that, actually. And and most of the time that I go to the altar, that's what I'm doing, is thanking him for it all. For the hard parts, for the sweet spots, for all of it, because it's made me who I am. And I'm not ashamed. I'm not embarrassed. I'm thankful that the Father took this old simple girl and gave me a new life, Theo, and made me free and allowed me to meet people like you. <laughs> I mean that. People so like you allowed me to meet people it. like you. You said you were going to cry, and I'm telling you <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> you know, and another thing, when people go to the altar like I was talking before, yeah, you really don't know what they're going up there for. Because I remember every Sunday, Miss Jean, mm-hmm. she would go to the altar, mm-hmm. altar, and I bet some people probably was thinking, "What's she in sin? She yeah. keep having to go to the altar all the yeah. time." You yeah. know, yeah. you don't know what people are going to the yeah. altar for. Yeah, you don't, and you don't. Not just that, you don't know what others are going through. Like you said, sometimes I don't have, I don't feel joyful. I may, I may look like it, but I don't. And so we do need to be sensitive to that as well. And. I remember reading a book, um, The Spirit of Offense, and I remember, you know, if you're easily offended, you know, then that, that, there may be a lot of self there, and, and offenses are going to come. We're not in heaven. It's what you do with it, because mm-hmm. we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We know all those scriptures. 
um, you know, if you're walking down the hall because we're educators and somebody don't say hey to you and you said hey and they look at, you know, they may be, you don't, you have no clue what others are going through. You have no clue. And so just do your best as the father for help to love and love well. That's, that's what I try. Not good. I'm not where I need to be. No, 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 yeah, not where I need to be. I got a long ways to go, but I sure am trying. It takes you a long way because when you're a kid, you can be one of the meanest things there is on the planet because you'll see another kid that may be raggly or something and not having a cold, don't have the designer stuff on and stuff, yeah. and you're talking about them all the time. It yeah. make, them, make them not even want to come to school, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then you grow. You grow. You get older and you grow. Yep. But you only really grow by staying in the Lord. Amen. And staying in His Word and staying in His presence. Yes. I appreciate you doing this. Thank you so much. I love much. doing it. You make me feel like a celebrity. Thea, <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny. Uh, do you want to pray us out? Sure. Okay. Dear Gracious Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this lovely lady that you have given me, Father. She's a great inspiration. I love the way she prays and worship, Father. And I thank you for letting us be able to talk about love yeah. because someone out there needs it, Father. And uh, right now in my life, I'm going through something with somebody that's really doing me and my wife wrong. And the guy keeps telling me, you know, turn it over to me. Amen. I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. You know, but that's what I have to fully surrender my heart to God and, and say, well, let Jesus have it. I'm through with it, you know. And uh, there's somebody out there in the world right now that has the same problem. And they try to fix it themselves by all these different ways but just turn it over to God, you know. He made you, and he made the person that has the problem. And no one can ever can't fix that problem like he can. Amen. You know, because he's going to fix it the right way. Mm. You know, so we ask you to help everybody that's out there yeah. that needs help. And let everybody see the goodness in themselves, Amen. you know. You're not a bad person. You know, you got a lot of good. And you were created by the master in his own image. And we like to give you praise, glory, and honor for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.